It's the Healthy Family Show, and this is Jenny Hatch. I'm your host. I just found out that a theatrical colleague of mine died recently, and I'm feeling somewhat bereft. Just wanted to use this show to memorialize him and remember the good things that happened to me because of my being able to cross paths with him in the theatrical world. I was invited to be on the board of directors for what was then titled the Neil Simon Festival by my friend Dave, who had participated in a Summerstock Theater Company where I was an actor in 1987. Dave invited me to come join the board, and I was voted in and happily served for a time as the entertainment director and social media blogger for the company. And um, the very first meeting I went to, here's Clarence Gilliard. I didn't know him. I didn't recognize him from the, the movies he'd been in. He was in Die Hard, one of my favorite Christmas movies, and Top Gun. And he had been on TV shows that my kids loved. My, my husband once uh, taped an episode of Matlock over our wedding video. And we only had one copy of our wedding video on a VHS tape. And I, I went to watch it one day and here's this episode of Matlock. So he was, he was often watching that show. And my kids love Walker, Texas Ranger. My son, Jeff thought of Clarence as one of his childhood heroes. So they all knew Clarence better than I did, but here's this man, Clarence. And after the end of the meeting, he walked over to me and he bowed to me. He bowed to me. I was like, what are you doing? But he had worked as an ambassador for various organizations, particularly his own faith, the Catholic church. And he, um, he liked to bow to people. So it really kind of threw me to have this man doing this. It was so respectful the way he did it. I was just, I didn't even know how to respond, but I was like, thanks. Appreciate it. Anyway, that was the beginning of my friendship with Clarence, and I very quickly realized how truly remarkable his career had been on stage and screen because he and Richard Bug had started the Neil Simon Festival together in Cedar City. And around their 10 year anniversary is when I joined the company. And it came into my life at a time when our life was very wobbly. Uh, my husband lost his job during that time, and we didn't own a home anymore, and things for us were very fragile financially. And so it was a real boost to um, just my life to have this opportunity to be a part of the festival and do some work for them. So I was very, very grateful for it. And then when we moved back to Colorado seven years ago, I resigned from the board because I really didn't feel like I had a lot to contribute a whole state away from where most of them were. And I wanted to investigate the theatrical scene here in Colorado along the front range. I did join one company here in Colorado, but the other ones that I've auditioned for, I, I didn't even get a part or one, I got a call back, but it's really hard to break into the many dozens of theatrical companies along the front range because many of them have kind of like their core cast and then it's just it's just difficult to get apart because there's so many actors here i've heard it's harder to get hired by boulder dinner theater than it is on broadway 
and I auditioned for them to play the part of Miss Hannigan in their production of Annie. And again, didn't even get a callback. So, um, last year I wanted to audition for a company playing the part of the mother abbess in the sound of music. And they flagged my audition notice when I went to go put in my video audition and said that that part had been reserved for a black actor. And I was like, whoa, this company has got not gotten the memo yet that this is racist and it flies in the face of the civil rights movement and uh, actually the law. It's illegal to do that, to hire somebody based on their outward appearance. Anyway, I didn't audition for that show and I was sad not to play it this past summer. But because that happened, I reached out to the Simon Fest company and asked if there was any way I could rejoin the board and just try to help from a distance to do maybe some online work or whatever they needed. And so they invited me back. And the very first meeting I went to, Richard Bug shared with the, the group details about um, what was happening with his career at the local university in Utah. And it was not good. And they also said they needed a board president, a board chair. And um, I just like, why not? So I kind of tossed my hat in the ring. And it was Clarence who said, I think you do a great job, Jen, you know, go for it. I said, I, you know, I don't have any experience being the president of a, a board or I'm more comfortable being on stage. But if I can do this, I'll, I'll do it. I'll give it my best shot. And so it was Clarence who was really supportive of me doing that. And he wanted to help me organize our 20th anniversary gala and was just very positive the whole way through. And so I appreciate him for that, that, you know, stepping out and doing something that was perhaps uncomfortable and out of my uh, depth um, was something he thought I could do. And so it was, it meant a lot to me. And recently I was actually kicked off the board for, being uh, unprofessional, they said. And the artistic staff is not a part of the board. I don't know if you know how this works, but the artistic staff is separate from the board. They are the directors of what happens on stage, and then the board is a bunch of people from the community. And I got at loggerheads with some of the the board, and they didn't like my my leadership style, and so they canned me. Actually, last month they sent me packing, which broke my heart. But um, be that as it may, Clarence, Rick, all of the artistic people at Simon Fest are my friends, and I love them, and I'm so happy that we were able to do some good work together. And um, I love that company with my whole heart. And I'm grateful that someone with the acting chops that Clarence had and also the leadership he showed with the company and the things I've heard from his students from UNLV and the reputation he had in his church community and in just the greater theatrical community. He was deeply respected and just such a positive person to be around. One of the things I loved the most about the company when I joined it back in the day 
was that it just felt like everybody on the board was married with five kids. And here I was married with five kids. And it was just a very comfortable place in life for all of us to be. That we were older and more mature and just loved creating live theater and shared that in common and wanted to um, make some really great shows for people to come see. And when another man, Howard, and I pitched the idea for starting the players, which was the entertainment directing job I did was in charge of this small group of, of students from the university performing around the community. They were so supportive of that and just loved it and felt like we would be a total asset to the company and to the community at large. And, and the best gig we did was providing entertainment for one of those honor flights, which is a flight where veterans who are perhaps old and disabled are taken to Washington, D.C. to visit their own war memorial from whatever war they fought in. And they do it in a day. They leave early in the morning and then have some time on the grounds at their memorial, get some pictures, spend some time with their family. And then they fly home that same day to not only cut costs, but also to help the veterans out who may not be able to be away for more than a day or two because they're getting old. And so the players were asked to come provide the entertainment for this event. And they were supposed to show up on their bus at like eight o'clock at night. And they ended up showing up really late. It was 11, 12 midnight. And so I provided the two hours of, of entertainment that I had said I would do. And then we had all these additional hours that we had to fill. And so I was doing sing-alongs and we were doing anything we could think of to fill the time um, because nobody was leaving until those guys showed up. And so uh, right at, at midnight when they showed up, one of our singers was supposed to sing God Bless America as they walked in and um, he got sick and he just couldn't do it. And so I ended up singing it for the crowd as these men came off their bus and I think this was probably the performance that has meant the most to me as a singer of my whole life. I love and respect our veterans with my whole soul. And some of the men who had gone on the flight were people who had lived in my husband's neighborhood growing up in Cedar City. People who had known him since he was a baby. And people who had gone to church and just been a part of the community with his family. And to see them and know some of their stories and then be the one to sing this song, it's a moment I will always cherish. And it happened because of my affiliation with, with these wonderful people at the Simon Fast Company. So um, rest in peace, Clarence. You're a gentle soul, kind and funny hilarious it's on some level and when I had the joy of inviting my son who had just gotten off of his Mormon mission to come see a little reading of a new play that I had been asked to perform in as just one of the readers 
Jeff showed up with his dad to come see my show. And here was Clarence sitting in the little space where we sold concessions, candy and drinks and stuff during the um, mid part of the show. And Jeff said he was just so surprised to walk in and see his childhood hero sitting there selling Snickers bars and drinks and just happy as a clam to be doing that job. And that, that was Clarence's heart. He didn't think he was above or below any job. He was just there to help and it was his time to do concessions. And so that's what he did. And so it was joyful to share that moment with my son and have him recognize the, the hum humility and the great um, care that Clarence contributed to the theater company year after year. We recently celebrated our 20th anniversary just this past year. And so it was joyful to, um, to share that moment with, with my son. And I know Clarence's family is mourning his friends, especially members of the company are mourning today and my heart's with them. They certainly knew him better than I did. And, um, you know, the world has lost a really, really great person. So thanks for tuning in. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. My heart's aching a little bit right now thinking about his kids and hoping that they're okay and his wife.